Silver bells, silver bells, it's Christmas time in the city, ring-a-ling, hear them ring. We don't even know if anyone can hear us right now. Our internet connection is so poor. I apologize if it is very just rough to listen to right now. We have no idea. I brought in the guys. I brought in the AT&T guys. And, um, you know, we have the happens to what package. And they said we'd be ready to rock and roll for this week. They gave me the special, special, the, the special speed. And we're... We're a little dodgy. I pay. Oh, Olivia Cole says we can hear you just fine. That's the kind of reassurance that we need right now. Thank God. Because the worst thing you could do at this point in time is record a whole show and no one heard you. And I've done that before. Back in high school, we uh, broadcasted a whole. We used to have Royals TV. They would live stream the games. Uh, A couple of my buddies and I commentated an entire half of soccer and were not live. We were just talking to ourselves. Nothing was going on, and it was embarrassing. But we we had good conversation. We were ready to we were ready to go for the second half. We were all warmed up. I'm sure thousands were tuned in. Yeah, yeah. It was the only thing that gets more listens than the Rose TV uh, soccer midseason is happens to what. So yes, yeah. Jimmy, notice anything behind me? A Christmas tree. I almost brought mine oh, in here with me. Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. We're, the, we're just going to sing a bunch of different Christmas songs throughout the rest of this and lead up to them. I have a Christmas blanket behind me. Ooh, very festive. Very cozy in this winter time. Wow. Beautiful. Ooh. I felt um, bad. Jimmy, we got back from being out of town from Thanksgiving, and yeah. uh, our apartment was sixty degrees. Our cats must have just been freezing. I felt I felt bad. So now we know we still have to put on the heat when we leave. It was a learning experience. If my apartment was sixty degrees, my naked cat would uh, he'd be dead. So yeah. it, I wouldn't really joke about temperatures that cold with kittens and kitties. But the meat would be preserved. Meat would be preserved, and it would make a nice stew. That meat would fall right off the bone. Mm, that's that's the fast twitch fiber that Davi has. Oh yeah, keeps yeah. the muscles tight and tender. Mm-hmm. Marinate Good that stuff. for a couple days. Ooh, baby, I'm getting hungry. I haven't eaten dinner yet. <laughs> oh, good. I had pizza. Actually, I have a stomach ache right now, so uh, oh, okay. we will keep on keeping on. Let's do it. Burns my biscuits or beer of the week. Beer of the week. So this is the segment that we pick the beer of the week. There we go. Yeah, you have you go first, Joe, because mine has actually been one that's been on this show a while ago. We've been doing the show for a while now. When I when I thought about, it, I was like, have we done this? Beer? I was like, yeah, we did this last Christmas. It was a little depressing to think about, but honestly, but it's good. We've stayed consistent and we've been doing the show. So mine we've already done, but it's my favorite Christmas beer. So you go first, Joe. And we started this show uh, due to COVID, and we are still in COVID. So shows you just how far we've come. Yeah, accumulation. 
New Belgium Winter Hazy IPA. Tis the season. This beer just screams frolicking in the snow, dashing through the snow on a one-horse open sleigh or the fields Wait, so we had it? laughing all the way. So no, you've no. had it? Nope. Celebration Fresh Hop IPA. The first hops of the season are brewed to this. This is probably my favorite beer. Ever. I think it's my favorite beer. Or the Key West Sunset Ale. Uh, that's a good one, too. Accumulation. We'll New Belgium. <laughs> In the Marissa and Mikey wedding koozie that they handed out was a wedding that I shot. Jimmy Nugent Films. Uh, JimmyNugentFilms.com. Reach out for your wedding films needs. <laughs> nice. Oh, this is good. It's just like a winter wonderland on my tongue. Um, little children are doing snow angels on my tongue. I give this, I give this beer, I give this beer six inches of snow on a nine inch snowfall day. Very good, very good ratio. Um, I can't. I don't think I can rate celebration again, but it's a great beer. It's it's so refreshing. Like after a workout, I would go for one of these before I'd go for like a Gatorade. Okay. I mean, wouldn't everyone choose beer over a Gatorade? I uh, after a workout, I said. Oh, gotcha. Missed that part. Okay. Yeah, Mister Mister Alcoholic over here. Yeah. <laughs> I would take this beer in the morning over a cup of coffee. That's what I would oh. do. <laughs> that Is that an IPA? Is that what you said? A winter hazy IPA. Couldn't mat a beer in the morning. It's awful. It's hurting my stomach. I'm so hungry right now. All right, we're moving on. Moving on. You've got it this week, Joe. I have it this week. This is the segment we like to call What Burns My Biscuit, where one of us goes on a rant about something that most some of you might care about all of you might care about none of you might care about but one of us cares about it and i care deeply about a lot of things it's my love language caring deeply so jimmy you want to know what burns my biscuit i do do you have an image to show oh yeah but I'm, i always wait for you to introduce it i shouldn't i should not know what you're about to say okay what burns my biscuit is harry potter now I know what the folks out there are saying. They're saying, Harry Potter? Joe, Harry Potter's the best. And I would say to you, heck yeah, it is. You're talking to a huge, huge Harry Potter guy. One of the biggest fans in the world. Probably not. I actually watched a trivia show on it the other day, and I did terrible. Did but you? I like to think of myself, yeah, oh, they were impossible questions. It was unbelievable how well people know it. Anyways. It's not Harry Potter the books. It's not Harry Potter the movies. It's not Harry Potter the whole thing. It's Harry Potter the person. That guy sitting right there <laughs> next to Ron Weasley. When you watch those movies through, Jimmy, Harry is so gosh darn annoying. First of all, the guy doesn't even know that he's a wizard. He doesn't even know what any of this means. Yet the, from the first day on campus... From the first day on campus, he's looking to wreak havoc. 
He sees that Haggard's going after the Sorcerer's Stone. He's in Gringotts, getting it from the bank. Harry's already not minding his own dang business, meddling in everyone else's affairs from day one. And it never stops. It's always about Harry. It's never about anybody else. He's always moping and blaming others. My God, the guy went after Snape's throat from day one. How dare you? He went after him from day one having no idea. No idea of the background. And then the way that others treat him. Dumbledore. I get it. You make it till the end and you realize Dumbledore treated him a little differently for some different reasons. No spoilers here. But like in Sorcerer's Stone, at the end, Slytherin clearly won the House Cup. Yet because Harry took down Voldemort, ooh, big whoop. And Harry fainted. Harry, yeah, because Harry wasn't doing, he wasn't just going to class like a normal kid. He was over there getting through dungeons and playing chess till death and then finding uh, then finding Professor Quirrell and dump and Voldemort because all that took place. Suddenly Gryffindor gets 50,000 points to win the house cup and everyone's supposed to be like, that's cool. No, it's messed up. Everything about Harry. He's, he's the weakest wizard. One of the weakest wizards in the whole school. He's constantly getting into trouble. He's a nuisance and the books and series can do without him. They could do without him, the series Harry Potter. I think they could. I think if they killed off Harry in the first the first one, it would be fine. See, I would say like in in the realm of fictional uh protagonists with these like long series, I would say like Frodo Baggins is the one that I think of in this way. That you're thinking yeah. of Harry Potter. Because I don't see anything wrong with Harry. I mean, he... He's a little dramatic at times. I agree. He's at I the Snape stuff kills me in like the first movie. Snape's doing absolutely nothing. And Harry's just giving him just the evil stink guy. And it just makes no sense. It but uh if Harry would have just laid back and not done anything and watched all this pass, then we wouldn't be here today. Walmart would have already taken over pretty much everyone. Honestly, I I'd like to see where that story goes. Yeah. But it, you just 95% of the time, I just want to punch Harry in the face. Okay. Fair. I want to break those glasses and then Hermione walk up and go, Occhio Reparo and fix them. You remember that one? Yes, I do. What does bother me about Harry is the stupid, he only ever does uh, Expelliarmus. This is only, that's his bread and butter, but it's like, Harry, come on. You're supposed to be like the best wizard in the world. Give me some new material when you're in some fights. It's like, yeah. He'll hit, sure. hit you with a random stupefy. I don't know why you don't always do stupefy. That sends people through windows. Just throw out, just dabble in a vodka dabra. Dabble in it. <laughs> Toss it out. See where it goes. That's what burns my biscuit. All right. That's a weird. See, I, when you told me it was something about Harry Potter, I started pulling up this Harry Potter Christmas picture because I thought. It was going to be something about Harry Potter Christmas, but I will say this is something because you you kind of stole my thunder with Burns by Biscuit last week because you brought one too. Um, yeah, true. I have now started to see Harry Potter, especially the first couple. Are you? Did you hear me? Gotcha. I, I'm here. Oh boy. No, I have now started to see the first couple Harry Potter movies considered Christmas movies, and oh, I gotta boy. tell you, I do not agree. Like it's on, I think it's HBO Max. If you're on like the holiday movies, Harry Potter 
Sorcerer's Stone is there. That is not a Christmas movie. In that case, you can call it a Halloween movie as well because they also celebrate yeah. Halloween during it. Do they? Yeah. Or maybe Chamber of Secrets they do. Chamber of Secrets they do, sorry. Apologies. Yeah. So they, because they have the one scene of Happy Christmas, Ron. Happy Christmas, Harry. Yeah. I call it presents. Also, oh, another thing. Another thing with Harry. Right in the beginning in Sorcerer's Stone, when he just learned that he's his family was loaded. Now he has all this money. He buys the entire trolley on the train. Yeah. The entire no, candy trolley. Like, yeah, that, what, that's been widely considered a douche move. No one else on the whole train got any candy because Harry wanted yeah. to show off his new money. Yeah. Thanks, mom and dad for thanks. Yeah, you guys got blown up, blown up. You said my parents died in a car crash. A car crash? A car crash, a car crash killed Lillian James Potter? It's a scandal. It's an outrage. Anyways. Um, uh. And here's the thing also. when In the movie, when they show his coins, like what he received, it honestly, like, when you look at the handful that he takes out for the candy, I mean, the candy was a big right. chunk of it. How much money was that actually? That Harry was just a huge tip. Did he spend twenty five percent of it on the trolley to Hogwarts? Yeah, he Harry Harry spent twenty five thousand dollars on candy. It was only supposed to be thirty five dollars. Yeah. Okay, that's a weird one. I was not expecting to just rip Harry Potter in the beginning of this Christmas episode. Yeah. Um. And then coming off of that, Jimmy, before we get into some happy Christmas conversation. Um, I do need to share something with the entire audience. And it's something that's been weighing a bit heavy on my heart. Okay. Um, not many people have really been talking about this, but uh, a little under a month ago on November 11th, 2021, Winter the Dolphin uh, suffered an abdominal injury and some type of infection and went to the dolphin died and it's not getting quite the media coverage that i expected it to um she died peacefully in her home uh actually i don't think it was peaceful it it seemed like there was some struggle and some pain and apparently she died on they were they were prepping her for operation and that's when it happened. So I just really? wanted I just wanted to kind of bring that up and that this episode is in remembrance of winter. And I just am afraid that we're not we're not giving enough conversation and people kind of moved on with their lives, but I personally had a family. I personally moved on. Yeah. I did move on from that. Here's yeah, a picture. And, oh, not doing it justice, small. And the sad thing is, Joe, I'm looking Oh, where'd it go? When I looked up Winter the Dolphin yeah. in Remembrance, there just wasn't all that much that popped up. Yeah, of course, the Clearwater Zoo is absolutely reeling right now because that was their main attraction. Uh, yeah. They have an entire uh, frequently asked questions page onto how she died, what happened, was she in pain, was there anything that could have been done? I mean, it it's the police are starting to ask questions and... I could see a big trial on our hands coming up. I mean, how are they going to exploit? What, what's the next animal they're going to exploit? Um, what does that mean? 
they just made a ton of money off of this this dolphin. Oh, right. Exactly. They're just gonna go chop off another dolphin's tail in the wild, throw a bionic <laughs> on it, and up admission by twenty percent. <sighs> it's amazing though that an operation is what killed Winter. A fighter. A fighter yeah. we did not deserve. No. Dolphin um, Tail was a wonderful movie. So if we could just go ahead and and have a moment of silence for winter. We'll mute ourselves. Yep. I'm, on, I'm going to mute now. Okay. That Thank you. Good. Thanks, yeah. everyone. Yeah. That's good podcast listening right there. A moment of silence on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, how, how do, I mean, how do we come back and now get excited for Christmas? It's what winter would have wanted, Jimmy. It's what it was a girl, right? Was winter a girl? Yeah. Okay. Did you ever see her in person? Did you ever go I to the not. zoo? One of my biggest regrets. Yeah. Um, Adam, who we had on the podcast, used to play close to, in Clearwater, played close okay. to the aquarium, and I never went. Hmm. I would give an arm or a tail to see Winter yeah. in person. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Christmas time, you know, we're going to have a few episodes leading up to Christmas. Um, Jimmy, talk to me, man. How's your Christmas celebrations been going? Or have you, you have a tree? Have you decorated? I mean, talk to me, man. Um, We have, we have decorated. Um, what have we done? Uh, we've decorated. We've been watching a few Christmas movies here and there. I I'm gonna be honest, Joe. Oh, have not really felt the Christmas spirit yet. No, and we've been hitting it hard. We've been hitting it hard over here. We've been we been we done. Gosh, I can't even speak sentences. We put up the Christmas tree. Uh, we have some decorations inside of here. We went to this beautiful light show at the Botanical Gardens in Atlanta. Um, so we've been doing the stuff, listening to Christmas music, and I have not felt the spirit. And honestly, like this sounds super dramatic, but. It, I always, as a kid, where are you Christmas from the Grinch? I never understood. And this is the first year I understand it. Where are you Christmas? Why can't I find you? Um, one of the other I think it's because I've been characters. so stressed with present buying this year. Because Jimmy, everything's so hard to get on time. Right. Uh, okay, let's not get political here. Um, <laughs> what I think I might know your issue, and I, I, I want you to not take this to heart, but okay. did you guys maybe start the Christmas celebrations a bit early? That's and on Mackenzie. Burnt out. It's on Mackenzie. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just saying that could be the case. I'm only nine days into the celebrations. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling good. You guys it might be a month in. It might it might be. I think the first time being away from family with Christmas. No mama's cookies, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just not feeling yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I um, got Mackenzie's gift today though. Nice. What'd you get? That her? was a big one. I'll tell you I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone How about put you? in the chat what you think uh Jimmy got Mackenzie. Um <laughs> No, I'm I'm a uh, 
I'm feeling feeling the Christmas spirit. I actually created so I do two things for Christmas. Every single day I add a new Christmas album to my playlist. 25 days of Christmas Christmas albums. So I'm up to nine albums now. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, so like by the time Christmas comes around, you like you listen to an album a day? Correct. So huh. I've got I've got um Frank Sinatra Christmas. Oh, Bing, Cro- Bing Crosby Christmas. Louis Armstrong. Mm. Elvis Presley. Mm-hmm. Willie Nelson. Zoe De Chanel. Okay. <laughs> Michael Bublé. Ever heard of him? Classic. Jackson Five. And the Beach Boys Christmas albums. Okay. So that's what I'm working with right now. And Can I have else? a recommendation for your next one? Please. Leslie Odom, wonderful Christmas album. Yeah. Probably my favorite outside of Frank Sinatra. And then I also have a 25 days of Christmas movie list. I'm not going to go through all 25, but I'll tell you what we've watched so far. Uh, uh, No. It's just too too much. How's that? (laughs) God, (laughs) look at that. Is that good quality? I cannot see it. Okay. Um, but Actually, so far, it up. now you can put it up to the screen. Wait till it adjusts. It okay, I can kind of read it. It's the Elf, Christmas Vacation, Doctor Seuss, How the Grinch. So is that the new one? What just happened there? I have no idea. You can put it down. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh, your screen got dim. No, that's the Jim Carrey. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, so far we've watched Elf, Christmas Vacation, Christmas with the Cranks, and that's pretty much it. I got a lot to I got a lot of work to do here. Christmas with the Cranks. That is a forgotten classic. Dude, so you know good. what's another one? And it's not that underrated, but it's underrated enough. Is Fred Claus. That's oh, a yeah. fantastic movie. I'm a big Vince Vaughn guy, so I'm all about. I'm yeah, he has two Fred of the Claus. best Christmas movies out there between that and Four Christmases. But Fred Dude. Claus apparently had the same budget as Dune, which is very interesting. Wow. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Look it up. I don't believe you. <laughs> Let's see. For or Fred Claus budget. <laughs> I saw someone post about this. They said, "I think about this a lot." All right. Fred Claus's budget was a hundred million. Dune budget. Okay, never mind. Darn it. What's, it. what's Dune budgets? 165. Still, though, I mean, we're talking about uh, for a, a Christmas movie that people forget about a hundred million dollar budget. But they did That's, a lot of yeah. effects with like the elves. That was like the ma- most of their effect. And you actually watch it now; it's pretty bad mm-hmm. with the effects. I'm not watching it for the effects, though. No. So, what would you say is your favorite Christmas movie? Um, I would have. I think I would have to give it to Four Christmases. I think that's wow. my favorite. That's the one I look forward to every single year. It's a great one. It's a great one. Yeah. I would have to go Elf. Yeah, that's true. It's just one of those things where it's like Elf has just been played so much, but yeah. it's so good. 
but I watch it. I only watch it once a year. See, I don't overdo anything. I don't overdo yeah. Christmas. I watch. I, I still I need to watch The Grinch. Yeah, I refuse to see, look, smell, touch anything Christmas until December 1st. It's fair. I respect that. Or National or National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So good. And that's one that Christmas Vacation gets funnier and funnier the more you yeah. watch it. Yep. 100%. You appreciate Cousin Eddie more and more every single For time. For sure. What he brings For to sure. that movie. Um, but yeah. I would say Four Christmases. It never gets old. I just think the the church scene in Four Christmases, I think, is one of the most iconic Christmas scenes of all time. What do you think Santa Claus is doing right now? It's December 9th. He is a few weeks out from yeah. the big day. It's what time would it be in the North Pole? Let me look that up. I have no idea. I don't... I don't know, but I would say, I would say Santa right now is getting on his elves pretty hard. It is crunch time right now for them. Um, This is about the time where they decide yay or nay, are we making it this Christmas? Um, He's sending a lot of follow-up emails, a lot of, we're going to circle back on this, putting a lot of time on people's calendars. So this is pulling up North Pole, Alaska. Let me. What time is it in? In I'm just gonna Aren't go. There, wouldn't Antar- there be a ton I'm of Antarctica? Even though that's the other side, I'm just gonna feel like it's the same thing. Wouldn't there be a ton of time zones in the North Pole? Because like it would be like the sliver of everyone's. I think it depends. On I have how no you idea. I'm under works. the belief that Santa pauses time when he oh. goes. Yeah. But what about I, up until Christmas? Then it's just time is normal. It's 2.30 p.m. Yeah. They are six hours six hours behind us. Okay. So he just finished up lunch. What do you think? What do you think he had for lunch? Cookies, right? Got to get himself yeah. ready. Got to get he's, his body ready. He's got to fatten up. I think he might have had like a, a goose, a gooseneck sandwich mm-hmm. with... With some peppermint chips. You know what's something that actually bothers me about the Fred Claus movie? What's that? So the movie comes down to that they have to give every child in the movie a baseball bat and a hula hoop because they didn't have they didn't have the resources to make presents for all these kids. I would be I think I would be upset if I was just a little girl and I just got a hula hoop for Christmas, you know? What if you're a little girl and you got a baseball bat? But it was it was bats for girl, boys, hula hoops uh, for girls. Like one of those is much different than the other. A nice yeah. wood baseball bat and then a hula hoop, a little piece of plastic thing you get from Walmart. Yeah. I I would yeah, I think I'd rather just get nothing yeah. at that point. I would rather think oh Santa forgot than Santa only thinks I'm worth a hula hoop. All right, so we think Santa is just finishing up lunch. He's getting on the reindeer pretty hard right now. A few weeks out. Um, man, it's like this is it's kind of cool. Like, think about what like what's going through his mind, right? It's this is showtime. How does Santa get into houses without a chimney? That's always been where I struggle. Well, I think 
if Santa can pause time, then he can use that little tiny pipe on top of the house or whatever and make it a little larger. And I guess the Santa Claus, uh, yep, opened that, that theory. Yeah. Yep. I used to think, or I still think, <laughs> that um, that happens. He goes to the pipe, and that the Easter Bunny comes through the sliding glass door. And I don't know that why that was my logic yeah. but for some reason it made sense yeah the easter bunny only comes through our sliding glass door yes and there you go stephanie comes with have you seen the santa claus that's what helped yeah. everyone with that that logic that he comes through the small pipe right he they proved it in that movie yeah and then i like to think that the tooth fairy rides in on a bed bug interesting theory <laughs> yep why not why not, Jimmy? Uh, there's a lot. Yeah, that's true. What I did you ask? Found... No, no, go ahead. No, no, please. I was going to say, I always found the Tooth Fairy to be the most invasive out of the uh, holiday creatures. And the cheapest. Yeah. Well, it depends what family you're from. True. Someone I'm married to had a pretty good Tooth Fairy. <laughs> every single time. <laughs> Tooth Fairy had a good fourth quarter, huh? <laughs> I had a, I think I got a 50 cent coin that you couldn't even use. Collectibles, don't even know where they are. I think I got a used tooth. Yeah, my tooth just <laughs> stayed there. <laughs> oh, you remember the little uh, tooth necklace we used to put it in? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was tooth Fairy, it was rip that off your neck in the middle of the night. You shove yeah. a dollar down your throat. <laughs> um, Let's wrap up with this, Jimmy. What yep. did you ask Santa for Christmas? Number one gift. Oh, that the number my number one gift I'm excited for. I want oh. I want a coffee pour over kit. So the gooseneck kettle, the the, the whatever it's called, like the cone. No, it's, not, it's not a gooseneck. I think you're thinking of Santa's sandwich. No, no, no gooseneck kettle. Okay. That, like the kettle you need. It has yeah, right. I think it's yeah, it's called gooseneck, right? It's it's the really skinny ones so you can pour it. Gotcha. Um and the whole I ordered, I asked for a couple of other things. That was like the only thing I really felt like because my coffee maker broke or the Karaf Karaf. I will never get it right. I forget every single time I use it. That's broke. Yeah, and I can't replace Karof it. A. It's all it's been sold out forever. So, mm. and you're the one that convinced me to ask for a three hundred dollar coffee maker for my wedding, and so now I have to replace it. I don't want to. Um, that's the time to do it. If anyone's out there is about to get married, that's the time to add everything and anything to that list. And here's the thing. Here's the, yeah. So now, now I need to start roasting my own coffee. I yeah. have realized now that I want to start doing this pour over stuff. I, there's a lot that goes into like this pour over business than I thought. I got one that has like a little bit of beginners. Like it has like a learning curve. Um, but like, there's some people they wait, they weigh out their beans and stuff. It's a lot, but I'm looking forward to it because I think it'll be pour over coffee is the best coffee there is. Yeah, for sure. How for about sure. you? Um, let me pull up my Christmas list. You had a pretty good Christmas list. I saw this. One. I make a lot of lists. When is it too old to have a Christmas list? Probably now. Um, probably when you're dead. Yeah. Uh, I asked for clothes. Stephanie Parker says pour over coffee is for people without children. I have heard it takes time. 
there's going to be a point in time where I'm just back to the Keurig lifestyle because I'll drink the Keurig yeah. coffee. I'm not picky. I just, I think pour over is good. <laughs> it's true. Though. Um, yeah, I just asked for a lot of clothes. I asked for some nice Johnson Murphy boots. Ooh. And like a, maybe like a, maybe like a dressy coat. I kind what of got type a vibe going. Some Chelsea uh, boots or no, no platforms. Top, 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 top a suede. Top Ooh. suede. Top suede. Yeah. Is it like the yeah. ankle ankle height ones? Uh, yeah, ankle height, ankle height. Ooh. They'll go with jeans, maybe yeah. old skinny jeans. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, maybe you'll see that at SalesCon in Charlotte. Might be a bit Ooh. chilly. I might pull them out. Let's I uh, I asked for new jeans this Christmas because I realized I might have a hole in them, and I want Ooh. a few days with a big old hole in the back of my jeans. No one told me in the butt. In the butt. Yeah, in the butt. Nice. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you at SalesCon. I will be presenting. I'll be presenting some big things at our company's SalesCon this year. And for the folks, SalesCon is, Jimmy and I do a little side gig on on the side of this, just something for fun. Uh, Benefits administration software. We're in sales. Um, Stephanie Parker, who's a longtime listener, she's also part of it. It's just a little side hustle we do when we have extra time away from the show. And uh, yeah, looking forward to that. The big conference happens to what conference? We're going to Vegas. So <laughs> more info on that. Uh, got a lot of good sponsors. We're gonna, no, I, I say we pair it up with SalesCon this year and we okay. bring happens to what to SalesCon. Okay. So yeah, ping us if you want to go and we're going to have a huge conference, a little big old get together. Yeah. All right. This is the All beginning right. of our Christmas series. I'm going to see you next week for some more well, Christmas banter. I want to get into we're some- We're going to talk about- Food. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what's on my mind. Maybe some lights. Uh, ooh, best decoration. Lights here have been bad. I've been a little disappointed with my Buckhead neighborhood. They have a big opportunity to make some pretty lights, and I have not seen it. I was going to say, usually they're hiring professionals. I know. All right. Have yourself. Happy Christmas, Ron. Uh, happy Christmas, Harry. Happy Christmas, Harry.